Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we are discussing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 6, Episode 5, The Other Thing. All that right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. How's it going? It's good. It's good. I watched an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, did you? I did. I did, too. Which one did you watch? <laughs> Hopefully it was the same one. Oh, God. It would have been so bad if we just watched episode one again, and it was like, oh, man, let's talk about that. Oh, wait. That, yeah. But I think we both would have noticed. Probably? Yeah. No. We watched episode five. <laughs> we went a week without Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and uh, this episode coming back after, what was it, the NBA playoffs, I think it was, um, kind of made me realize, like, I did miss it. I oh, did. yeah. I, I I did too, and this episode particularly made me miss it because this episode was great. Like yes. on a yes. on a different level, it was you know last week I liked for comedy reasons. I really liked all the Deke Shaw stuff two weeks ago or whatever. Uh, but this week we actually got to see them. Uh, I'm just going to say they're in Tahiti. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert! By the way, we're going to be in this episode. <laughs> Uh, we got to see May and Coulson spending their time to get their la- his last days together, um, yeah. in a really touching way, and they they juxtaposed it against all the things that this uh, mirror version of him is saying, and we learned a lot of things about the mirror version and what's going on in the Shrike. Is that what they're called? The Shrike. Yeah, the Shrike. Is that from comics? I'm assuming. Uh, there's a couple of instances of a character called Killer Shrike. In, in Marvel Comics, but nothing that fits the uh, the description uh, of, you know, weird bat creatures that enter your body and, you know, try to get you to a ley line and explode. Right. Okay. Uh, and, and <laughs> yeah, that, 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 is, that is a weird thing. And I'm, I'm maybe Killer Shrike will be this, this leader that they're waiting on in this episode. Um, my theory, because it's bats and because it's multiple planets being destroyed. Batman. I'm thinking that it's Annihilus. Interesting. That'd be a big yeah. swing. It would be. He's kind of a big deal. Yeah. I, I know we, in the past we've talked about Annihilus and we we're talking about what's coming next uh, for the big movie world. So uh, that'd be interesting if they used it here on S.H.I.E.L.D. I uh, I just, I like this episode for a lot of reasons. Um, I wasn't as interested in the stuff going on in space um i but i really liked all the stuff with may and colson um i also thought it was interesting that we're starting to see some indications that the two stories might be interconnected yeah yeah that's the look of it the the way that they're hinting at it is that this uh this the shrike the whatever is destroying the world this uh this wave of annihilation if you will <laughs> Sorry. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's because I know the annihilation yeah. wave. Yes. Anyway, uh, the, whatever is destroying these planets looks like it also destroyed Chronicom. Chronicom, not Chronicom. Chronic Chronica. That's what it was. Chronica, Chronica two. two. Yeah, their their home planet. Their which, home planet, which is weird and, that it's called two. I thought. <laughs> yeah. You'd th- I guess. I guess they're just sort of decentralized. They don't think of themselves as the center of the universe. Some other planet this must be Chronicon, Chronica Two, <laughs> Chronica One. Well, it might be that that's what they call the star. Yeah, no, I'm just and teasing. it's the second planet yeah, in the system. I know. 
I know that, I know that is a naming convention, but I thought it was funny. Uh, <laughs> they're just, they're, they're just maybe they've just been to so many planets they just ran out of names. They're like, ah, you know what? Sequel. Well, you know, it's Chronica Reloaded. It's a very robot thing not to have a name for your planet. It's just the second second planet from the star. You know, like it's. I yep. guess that's all. I'm, all the, the the joke I was trying to make that it failed yeah. miserably. Um, I, I really okay. liked the boldness of this episode. I loved when he walked in and looked at May and said, "I'm going to turn you." Yeah, yeah. And you know, I was thinking, I was waiting so much in this episode for for him to pull out some sort of device, some sort of like conversion device to like strap her down with a leather jacket and like tear up her clothes or something and like turn her into this like Mad Max version of May, Mad Makes, if you will. <laughs> and all it took was just putting her in a room with a dude and like, it was so crazy how it happened. And like, she's, she's saying to the guy, like, it's going to be okay. We're going to get you out of here and headshot immediately. Straight up kills the guy right in front of her. Real dark and real cool. <laughs> yes. And then like, and you know, we, the audience watching, having seen more things than may have seen, we know what's coming. Yeah. You know, we know what's going to happen, but then you, you have to watch her like figure out and struggle and try to like try to put all the pieces together and then eventually be like you know what it is the knife i need to do this and god it was such a cool fight and it was such a cool sequence and a cool idea and he like he opens the door and he's like ah you know i knew you'd come around <laughs> like yeah. oh my god it's so awesome the special effects have always been good on this show uh and I'm always in love with the cool special effects. I loved the explosion of crystals out of that guy and then May flipping over it and, and stabbing him. It was just real cool. And then later on in the episode, it was, it was a small thing, but when they, when the, uh, when they're landing the Quinjet and they have to go through the water, uh, the water, oh, yeah. f- the water landing pad or whatever it was really cool. Yep. The hidden, uh, the hidden helicarrier. Yeah. Or the, yeah, the Zephyr platform. That yeah. They have to open in the lake, so good. And that, oh my god, that reunion, like the the space stuff is, it's whatever. You know, there was it was kind of like I don't know. It felt kind of tired to have some robot people arguing over how to you know bring robot world two back, and you know have Gemma and uh, and Fitz be caught up in the middle of it. Like it was kind of tired. Yeah. But then when they finished that, they resolved, or well, resolved in quotes, you know, they, they finished that conversation and then everybody on the, on the Zephyr goes back and there was that, that touching reunion between those, you know, the people who had been in space and the people on Earth. And you realize how much they've missed. Yeah. Having been in space. And I'm like, oh shit, they're going to have to tell Daisy about Nega Colson. How do they do that? Yeah. Uh, I, I thought that was really cool. I did like to see them re- inter- interacting in. And I will say, I said I didn't, I wasn't really caring too much about the space stuff. And I guess what I'm saying is, I think it was, it's kind of moving. F- it, it was obvious this was an episode of setting up the next thing. Whereas the Colson May storyline, what this was a, an episode where it was clear they, they meant to, they meant for this to be a key episode for that storyline. Yeah. Whereas the other still like kind of moving pieces around the board so that we can get to a place in that storyline where there's something very meaningful happening. Um, yeah. I did, I did, I did think there was some cool stuff they did having, uh, Enoch kind of betray Fitz. 
because he loves him or because he's his best friend. Like all of that was interesting. Um, I, it just makes me so sad for Enoch and sad for Fitz. I don't know. I keep looking at it through this lens of like, well, you know, we we saw them in the last season come to the future. So all of this has already happened to them and they're going to show up in the future. And that's, you know, this is what informs their character then. But it may not necessarily be that way. Well, it, it's know? not. It's definitely not anymore. Because once they've interacted with the Daisy and Simmons from the past or from the, who have already done the future, they're no longer the same <laughs> versions of themselves. Cause Maybe. The, the, yeah, for sure. Cause the fits that meets up with them later doesn't, didn't experience, cause th- this version of them never stopped the world from breaking. That's fair. That's fair. So in the other storyline, earth was gone. And so these guys never existed. They never came back from the future in, in whatever storyline Fitz ended up. So this is a different universe. They are officially, this is a different Fitz. Even if he did some of the things he did at the beginning of this season, he never did what he's doing now, which is getting yep. uh, captured by Chronicoms. And I mean, it's very possible he just died in a previous version right here. Um, no, <laughs> There's no, no. so many possibilities. That's, that's not true. I said that. And then I realized, no, cause he makes it to the future. No, I mean, there's, there's like, you know, like we've talked about, there's so many, branching realities that are possible from all of these different decisions and you know any one thing going differently could cause a completely different outcome for uh for any of the characters and and any uh any of the storylines that they were involved with i mean even there's there's been a theory going around online like even the 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 universe where there is no longer a thanos from 2014 then there's no reason for the guardians to to come together and kind of get involved in the way that they are in that universe. Right. There's, well, there's you know, also there's no Gamora. Done. Yeah, there's no Gamora. There's nothing no done Nebula, with the Power no Stone. None of that. So ego kills everybody. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. <laughs> well, that's not necessarily true. The the guardians don't form, but there is. It's very possible that ego still tracks down. Star Lord and Star Lord might make some other decisions to he he Star Lord could still find out his mother. This is totally off topic. Spoiler alert for Guardians Two. Um, if you listen to this podcast, James and Guardians Two, what is your problem? Uh, but it's very possible that Star Lord still gets captured by Ego, taken taken there because he was looking for him, and yep. then finds out about his mother, and then still goes. I'm going to use my powers to take you down. Now, he wouldn't have the same team, but he might have a different team. It might be him and Yondu and the Ravagers taking on Ego. Yeah, but completely different outcome. Very possible. And especially with not having the same, you know, the same family that he had in Guardians 2. Yeah. Not having that, that new family could have completely changed it. Yeah. He might have decided not to question his father and never found out about his mother and just gone along with it yep. <laughs> and just like evolved into whatever <clears throat> they were going to evolve into and then consume the universe. Yep. But yep. I'm assuming yep. that there are other heroes out there that might have caught wind of this and gone to stop it or whatever. Captain Marvel might have had something to say about it. <laughs> maybe like one or two things to say about it. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so... Divergent timelines is what we were talking about. This yeah. version of Fitz is, you know, 
completely different. This is a third version of Fitz. There was the version that went all the way through, right. we assume, that went all the way through straight to the future. And then... The version... Well, that's the, version, the same version yeah, that I died. Yeah, I guess that's the same version that died, that came back. But, you know, he's crazy. Yeah, he's all so, over, he's all bouncing around time. And now there's <laughs> this Fitz who is uh, dealing with the Chronicoms, which I did like the Chronicom idea. And, I, you know, me, I just love a good... You're a you're a space sci-fi fan. I am a space sci-fi fan, especially when it comes to ethical dilemmas like this. Yes, and I there's there's a, there's an Onion headline from years ago when Star Trek 2009 came out, and it said um, Star Trek fans irate that the new Star Trek movie does not contain enough long rambling political discussions. <laughs> 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 and and it, like it, 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 it's it's a funny joke because it's so true. Like I right? was, I'm watching 2009 Star Trek, and I'm like, this is a fun action movie, but where are those conference rooms? You know, I need I need more conference room action. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Danny Rand? I need some conference rooms. <laughs> Different kinds of conference rooms. Oh oh yeah, don't, don't bring Danny Rand into this. I don't need Danny Rand in my Star Trek. <laughs> I mean, you just asked for conference rooms, and that's what season one was all about. Yeah, and and I, yet I still don't like that. Um, but no, I like to see the Chronicoms having this conversation where you know you're going to help us, and I, I wish they weren't such jerks. They're just so disconnected. <laughs> it's because they're wireless. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair. I'm so sorry. No, I'm so sorry. Good. They're five G. Yeah, at least they got at least nine Gs. <laughs> <laughs> they got space G. Oh man! All right, so we're done. We're done. Uh, we might be. I, I I loved I loved all the May and Colson stuff. Um, I, what do you think of them questioning the new Doctor and his abilities? Are they just questioning his alcoholism? Is that what's going on? That kind of came out of left field for me. Like, they hunted this guy down and were hounding him, trying to get him to join the team. And now they're just like, I don't know, man. I don't know if we can trust you with you being a drunkard. Yeah. Well, they also said, he he said, my best days were 20 years ago. Um, like, he's not up to the task. I still think he's going to try. But my question was, so the first episode, I talked about how bad of an actor I thought he was. <laughs> Yeah, and how he was very wooden. Yeah, it just it, it, he does not read the dialogue convincingly. He may be a great actor in other things, but I just thought he did a bad job in the first episode. And I, it made me wonder, like, did they realize that and start writing him out at this point? Like, maybe they're writing a storyline <laughs> where he, like, isn't going to be this guy anymore. Or, like, you know, they're going to get rid of him because he's not performing well. Which I didn't, but that's what I thought at first. And then I found out it was a drinking storyline. I was like, oh, I didn't even realize he was a drunk. Like, that's new information to me. That was there in episode one. Right. Well, it, he sits down with May at a bar. Do they talk about him being an alcoholic or just is he having a drink? Uh, they talk about him being an alcoholic. Okay. Okay. Maybe I, I had forgotten that completely. Um, <laughs> it wasn't that important. I just, I question, I don't know if I got into it last episode, but I just question his ability to like, to reason when he didn't realize that the knife stabbing into the bat was killing the bat, not injecting the bat into the man. Yeah. That was 
dumb. Bit of a dumb thing for them to say. I am really frustrated with the last episode. This episode I loved, and last episode I... The more and more I think about it, like, Yo-Yo not stopping that bat really bothers me, and them not figuring out that it, the bat was... That, that Coulson and the bat are enemies. <laughs> like, how do you inject a bat? Well, yeah, like... I mean, we, we, we've seen alien things on this show, but, like, if I saw that, and I'd never seen any of this before, like this doctor keeps saying, I don't know his name, um, he keeps saying, you know, I've never seen anything like this. They're like, it's new for us, too. That's what we do, you know? Uh, <laughs> if I'd never seen that before, and I see, like, what, I don't know, someone's been stabbed in a parasitic bat with a special knife, I, I would f- immediately think... Oh, he was trying to kill that bat. <laughs> yeah, and he just kind of like the the person around the bat is just collateral damage. Yeah, and that's that's <clears throat> what it became clear. But that was clear to me from the moment it happened. Like we saw the bat, I was like, oh, that's what. Yeah. That's- well, I mean, when they opened the guy's rib cage, and the knife is like very clearly stabbed straight directly into the bat. Like right in the center of the of the yep. bat thing, I'm like, oh, he was going for the bat. Yeah, I, and, and then part of that was I, I'm I'm looking for Coulson to be a good guy, or, <laughs> or at least have complicated motives. Like I, the Coulson we know, and I, that oh yeah, we didn't talk about this at all yet. The Coulson we know, we were we were assuming this was an alternate universe Coulson. Like that's that's at least what I was assuming. But that's, now we yeah, know that's what I was going for. Well, we now we know he's a hundred years old. Which means he was born far before this Coulson. Our Coulson. Yep. Uh, yeah, I just don't... I don't know any... I have no idea where they're going. Like, who is this Coulson? Are there Coulsons on many worlds? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's going to be like a council of Coulsons. <laughs> I would actually kind of love that. If, like, we we thought we lost Coulson last season, but we end this season with, like, a council of Coulsons of varying There's ages. So many Coulsons. Darkness. I have no idea who, what, what or who Coulson is at this point. So, think about this. What if, what if, you know, they're, they're making, or they're, they're making strides toward attempting space, uh, not time space travel. travel, time travel in, in space. So what if that comes around and this Coulson actually ends up going back in time to become the Coulson that we know? Uh, well, it, it's like, uh, May says she knows everything about Coulson. She knows his family. She knows his childhood. So I think they took that off the table. Unless she's somehow lying. But I, I think that she's telling the truth. And I think that, that, well, that sentence is supposed to let us know that that's not what's going on here. Well, I mean, the way that, the way that she's so fervently describing it, it kind of, uh, I don't know, it kind of seems like they're, they're, setting her up to be kind of like bait and switch of like, you know, maybe you don't know everything about his past. Maybe, maybe all of that that he showed you was a lie to him. And he thought that it was, or no, no, maybe, maybe it was his lie that he's, you know, yeah. been sitting on forever. I mean, it, it, that's just a lot of gymnastics would have to happen to make that happen. For one thing, <laughs> it really he's, is. he's, she, they've known each other for 20 years or whatever. Um, yeah. So, he would look a lot younger if this Coulson was the younger Coulson. Yeah, you know? probably. So I, I just don't, I don't see it. I think that 
it's something that we don't know yet. And I'm excited because I'm, it's going to be a surprise to me no matter what it is because I have no idea at this point. They've, they've efficiently removed every possibility except for some sort of Council of Colsons or like some sort of, uh, legion of Colsons that have been spread across the universe. <laughs> <laughs> for for what purpose we don't know and arc maybe there maybe there's some sort of like protect what if Coulson it's is the a- Coulson core yeah you know it would be so good it would be such a great ending what yes. if, what if uh, Coulson is a model of Chromacon that is born on various planets you know like sent there to protect them or whatever and this is and these are the ways that Coulson has manifested in these different uh, different worlds. That's funny. That would be uh, that would be a little too silly, probably, but it might be a lot of fun too. <laughs> it's all I can think of at this point to explain why two Coulsons were born a hundred years apart on two different planets in the same yeah in the same universe. Yeah, well, I mean, even in different universes, like what Coulson should always just be Coulson of Omaha, whatever he is. I forget. Well, not necessarily. What Thor not necessarily because if you recall in the Spider-Man trailer. Um, the, uh, Quentin guy, God, what is the Mysterio, the Jake Gyllenhaal character was saying, excuse me, he was saying that, uh, you know, their earths are like similar in, in time frame or similar in, that's true, you know, time evolution, whatever you want to call it. Like they're in a similar place in the time stream, so to speak. So like, this Coulson could come from an older, uh, an older universe in the multiverse. Maybe, but the problem is, it sounds like they're not jumping universes. At least so far, yeah. it sounds like he's just from another planet. It, it, that's what he said. That's what that's what that's what this Coulson said. Now, the other the other question is, she ha- she asked him at one point, who I remember his childhood. I remember this. I remember that. What do you remember more than a couple days or months back? No, but yeah, I was I was thinking he had a weird answer to that, but he didn't. He said he knew he'd been around for a hundred years. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I have no idea who this Coulson is, except for a yep. member of the elite Coulson Corps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's a, that's a good place to leave it. Uh, yep. We are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, Facebook, all the places. Uh, if you would like to support the cast, go to patreon.com slash mcucast. We're in the middle of our Jessica Jones reviews, which we are dropping as quickly as we can. Um, so check them out. Check out those uh, Jessica Jones reviews. And if you want to get to them quicker, go to uh, patreon.com slash mcucast and support the cast with some some form of monetary value. And we will give you episodes quicker and ad-free. All right. If you want to hear more from me, I am also on the Star Trek Universe podcast and the Orville Universe podcast, as well as I play music. And you can find it anywhere you get music under Matthew Carroll. Peace. Until next time, true believers. 